Hello and welcome everybody to another episode of Yam Sessions. <laughs> Yam Sessions. Appreciate everyone coming. Happy Friday. Hopefully you guys are having a great goddamn day. So, Bitcoin, all the things, what's going on? Funny enough, not that much. We've had a pretty solid week of consolidation, ranging between the 38. What the week Ranging between the thirty-eight and the forty thousand, forty-two thousand dollar level, um, we've absolutely got some more shit show to deal with and upon us. Unfortunately, more than first thought, it's looking like our weekend is more than likely going to see some recovery here on the four-hour hourly. But with the money flow turning down the way it is, it may be very short-lived. Um, my last TA post may have been a little early for what's to come kind of deal. Um, so if we do end up coming back in towards 40 and or 41,500, uh, I'm more than likely going to take a bunch of profit off, add back to the short, just because we have the daily and 16 hour and four day all TC'd back down um, daily. Actually, you know what? It hasn't TC'd yet. We're still waiting for the signal. We did not get it on that last close of just now. Interesting. <clears throat> yeah, I'm really thinking the weekend's going to either make or break us. It feels like it's going to recover either way, but depending on what it does on Sunday, you know, if we can recover enough and we don't see any pushback at the end of the week, we don't get the weekly TC down. We don't get a daily TC down over the course of the weekend. Um, we have a good chance of fighting back on Monday. But at the current moment, it feels like a short-lived recovery, continuation on come Monday. That's what we've seen the last couple of weeks in a row. So the only thing that's different now is we have a little bit more divergence stacked up. Um, but unfortunately, we still seem to have a bit of sell pressure in these levels. So as far as the short term goes, uh, this area is good enough for a starting entry if you haven't already taken one uh, further along. And depending on where we end up and or if it does not TC up and it reconfirms back down, then you would close the starting entry, adding back to the short. But yeah, I mean, yeah, this is a bottom formation. It's just, it's just fighting tooth and nail to like, is it going to diverge one more time? Is it going to confirm the converging wave? Because if it confirms the ver con yeah, if it confirms the converging wave in the medium time frame, then it's more than likely going to confirm in these higher midterm time frames too for a converging wave, right? Because we have divergence on the 16 hour, the 12 hour, the daily. Daily is actually already at the point of diverging again, so that's already like out the window for a converging wave here. But but the whole thing as in itself is potentially a converging wave for previous divergences. So again, we could just be waiting for the cards to align perfectly. We can absolutely still end up ticking down towards 35,000. It's not out of the out of the question yet, unfortunately. Um, but I think we're going to see a bounce first. We're going to reject off somewhere between 42 and 40. If we were to reject again and everything turns back down in the shorter terms um, and agrees with the medium, in the higher time frame, then absolutely we we could be seeing a pretty devastating dump. But the weekend should, like I said, we're getting a chance here to to turn things back around. And depending on what happens Sunday, if we get that volume that we've been seeing every Sunday come in and sell, then it probably is going to see the TC 
but it could just be right on the edge. You know, if we can get high enough and then we dump Sunday, but it like, let's say we don't close below 40, we dump from 42 to 40 kind of deal, but we, we hold around that level, then it's probably not going to see the TC. If the recovery is terrible and we get pushed down really hard and we're closing below 40K on the weekly and the daily of Sunday, then there's a much higher chance of, like I said, getting a continuation wave in towards 36, 35. Oh, I've been talking for a whole 10 minutes in a row. Jay, you want to intervene, my man? You want to, you got something? I feel you, man. What's up? Yeah. So, um, yeah, we had a, we had a great conversation uh, before we started recording here. It's unfortunate because I think we were really uh, tackling a lot of key points here. Um, fortunately, if you're in the crypto, you probably heard quite a bit of it but a couple things in particular i want to add on to that yeah i think there's a, a good chance we pop up a little bit here like you were saying maybe uh looking for the a better short entry um if you're not already in one of course uh if you were somehow a beast and uh shorted all the way up around like forty-seven thousand, and you're still in it then uh, i commend you <laughs> but Typically, a couple of things in particular I'm seeing is, yeah, it, lo it looks like the, the four day, you know, kind of just did like a support resistance retest and, the, and then the daily gave you the better entry. So 43,000 were we rejected yeah. uh, was like your better entry if you're looking at it from a one hour and four hour perspective. You know, the triple confirmation, you look for the four hour trend and then you enter on the hourly once it agrees. And you can see on the daily here, once we find we had this pump up in support. And it, here we go. Now the daily is still TC up, um, but I don't think we're getting the where we have the divergence we're looking for yet. I was, I was pointing out, and you've mentioned many times, but it's all about sets of three, right? I always look for three. Bitcoin loves. So my thought is, is this the divergence we're looking? For? And if I look at it on the daily time frame here, if I can find where there it is. Um, if we look at it on the daily time frame, we don't really have really besides. Um, Unless you zoom back, but I think we'll probably, you know, if we were to loop down here and we'll get the real, the real divergence wick down there, candle close around here. Maybe the candle closes above the green break line at what, 38,500. Maybe it still closes above there, but we get that proper divergence for a real bounce. Right. It's kind of what I'm thinking. Um, I've got a few other points too, but just curious. I don't want to talk uh, talk all day either. <laughs> no, no, no. I mean, yeah, and that's the thing. Like, if that comes in as the key level support, we hold it. Even if we were to wick below, we have a better chance of bouncing next week. If we start bouncing over the weekend, that we have a much better chance of rejecting. And you know, come next week, we continue potentially through that level. That's what I'm thinking too. Yeah, weekend volume is weak. It comes in, and we get weak volume bounce up right so we come up on weak volume and then monday rolls around we see the weak volume we see the bounce they see some sort of retest and then they short it or you know once real volume comes in on the we'll see is the weekend if we get a get that um i'm not like full bear or anything here it's just like it's hard to ignore the bearish possibilities here so we just need to have both of course of um, course i mean it is technically a bear flag it's just i think that people are missing all the underlying points like like I said, like the medium term, higher high, the medium term as it is right now still is a higher low. And the point of like the divergences are stacked up starting in December, you know, it's just like, okay, we haven't, you know, we've, we've technically confirmed this as a higher low, but at the same time, we're trying to invalidate that right now, right? Like this is the last stand for the bears. If they're going to make a case here 
for yep. this for this flag. Like it really is the last chance for them. If if the invalidation gets invalidated by the bulls and this continues to act as a higher low, then we're going to get a moonshot. Like a really, really hard all this hidden bullish divergence it usually amounts to when it confirms to a very quick hard volume move. Because and I mean that's what we need. Obviously we're you know, we're way closer to the all-time high. Well, actually, never mind. I'm not even going to say that stupid. Like, I don't know. It just it feels way more like support. And it's been support longer than it has been resistance at this level. In the previous case that we've seen this very same pattern, it also broke to the upside as well. So I'm just, yeah, I don't know. Like I said, I, I believe the bears want to believe that this is bearish as all hell. I just, we're not seeing the volume to back it up. We're not seeing the sentiment to back it up. We're not seeing the metrics in the back end saying agreeing with that. You know, like I said, it just feels like the you know the big boys are trying to get as much as possible, as low as possible, before all the normies come back. Because right now, the normies, the Twitter, the YouTube, it's all dead. People are getting like a fifth of the views that they were a year ago. Yep. Yeah. The, no one cares. Exactly. Until it's doing something again. No one gives a crap. Wait, are you telling me I'd be at 10 million subs if it was a bull market? I knew it. I mean, you, you look at some of those other guys, man. Uh, they started with like 10,000 subs. Well, once they got to 10, it just jumped, you know? Then came yeah, 100. Ben then came the Dude, I watched, I watched the Ben Cohen video earlier in here. I had it on, you know, streaming uh-huh. on Discord. Uh, he was he talks about this because he he doesn't monetize at all. He, he gets zero revenue from his YouTube. He shows it too. He's like, I, I don't make you watch ads. And um he uh he's like, look where the views have done over time. Look at how people aren't subscribing anymore. They haven't for months. It's because no one's watching unless they're already subscribed. You know, they they need new new people, new information, you know, uh, to come in. He's like, so this this alone is a metric of interest. Look at how few people are coming in compared to before. It's really interesting he shows his... Exactly. It makes a lot of sense. Yeah. Um, something I did want to point out in particular, and for those of you that aren't 100% sure how the BBWP works still, I've, I still get a few questions here now, or here and again, so I figured I'd go over uh, it a little bit with you all. And uh, for those of you listening on the podcast, I'll do my best to... So on my screen here, I do have uh, BBWP pulled up, and you'll notice on the top here, it's basically a volatility. Okay, so every time, it's called the Bollinger Band Width Percentile, by the way. If you want to look it up for indicators, type in Bollinger Band Width Percentile by the caretaker. Thank you, caretaker. And you will find this indicator. And basically what it's telling you is when it's at the top or in the red area, volatility is at its highest. The Bollinger Bands are expanded the most and they need to contract. The move needs to end or at least slow down for a minute, cool off. And uh, for those those of you using the triple confirmation indicator with the BBWP, you'll see like the, uh, the, the face, the little smiley face. It'll be like blue with ice. Basically saying, hey, this needs to cool off. This move is overheated. Uh, it could continue, but it's nearing the end. And vice versa, if it's blue, or it's all the way in the bottom, that is saying the volatility is the lowest. The Bollinger Bands are tightly squeezed, and some sort of move is coming. Okay, Now, whether that's to the upside or the downside, you don't know. And it could do both. It could go up and then down real quickly, or the other way around. 
right? So you just need to be aware that something is coming, right? And you'll notice if I go all the way back here, here is the uh, March 2020 dump down to 3K, all right? Since then, we've had one, two, three, four. You'll notice most of them are short-lived. These are daily candles. There's like three days, three days. This was like a week and a half. That's a long one. Three days. Usually it doesn't stay down in the blue for long or the red. And we've had one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. This is the eighth iteration where we have been below 3%, really. That, that's where I tagged it. If you go, if you click on it and you go to your settings, you can change the extreme high and extreme low. And I have three and 97. So only eight times in two years, over two years on the daily. And we're there. So something is coming. And if you want an example, by the way, you'll see when it's orange or when it's red at the top. Well, look what happened on the move down from Bitcoin in uh, what, May of 2021. And then look what happened. Look at the volatility, right? We picked up and then the red came and we cooled off, didn't we? We consolidated. The move wasn't done, but we sure did consolidate. And then the blue comes, no volatility. And look, we went down, up, right? The all-time high at 69,000. This is my favorite example because it's just so much trickery in here. When we came up uh, in October of 21 to 66, and then we bounced around 60 and held it as support, right? Well, we had blue on the BBWP for five days. We bounced up, or we went up to 69,000, rejected it off, and then, and then came down. So volatility came. <laughs> It just, were you on the right side of it? So we are there. We are, we have the first blue now since then. So volatility is literally at its lowest. It makes sense. We've been bored out of our minds for a week and a half here. So something, something's got to get, uh, we'll just see, you know, and just paying attention here. Cause I think some, something is coming. Um, and one other thing I did want to attack or just mention is the weekly. Look at how low the weekly is. I mean, we haven't been this low on the weekly BBWP. We're at 7%. We haven't been this low since July of 2020. So almost two years since then for volatility. So something's coming. And even the monthly is all the way down pretty much the lowest it's ever been, about 19. So we do have action coming. Um, it's just figuring out what, what side the trend is on. Maybe we do a little dumpy and then a pump, right? Just like we did with 69K, we pumped and then we came down. Maybe we get that last little fluid motion there and get a pump. And then a dump, and who knows? We'll we'll hey. be following along. JJ, 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 I just noticed something too. That date, that date that you just pointed out, June, July, whatever. Look at it yep. again. Look at it on daily. That is the exact uh, day. That is the exact time that we were talking about. That that this current like pattern looks and 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 feels like. Yep. One last little bottom there. I just mean like the overall of the whole thing of that of that triangle of that. Like after the first wave, you know, the way that that topped out, bottomed out, whatever. I mean, there's just so much similarity to it. And the fact that the volatility was at the same point in the same place and maybe jump out to four day for a second. I think it's a little bit you can like compare the actual the two. It's like right, right. In here. Something in there. Yeah, we got this fun move. We and then down too. that's the thing, you know, so volatility picks up, goes up and down either direction. Right. Something to look out for, something oh, to definitely pay attention to because right something's coming. <clears throat> I just know oh man, I just uh, my gut my gut is punching me in the brain saying that this is the time. There's no better time. But we need we need confirmations. We need all the stuff to align. If we can finally get that, we can absolutely be on the way. 
to new all-time highs. All that fun jazz, blah, 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 blah. Bitcoin becomes a fun thing again. <laughs> oh, goodness gracious. And you see how when I pointed out that daily uh, fucking uh, range, how it was in a ranging market structure on the total three. Well, now it's and now it's on the now it's on Bitcoin too. Okay. Right? Yeah. And it yep. was right at that forty two, forty three kind of top level. <clears throat> Isn't that indicator amazing? That it just tells you that it's unreal. It's yeah. the most unreal. Oh, hey, one more thing I wanted to point out. Yeah, um, of course. Because obviously I haven't talked enough about all sorts yeah. of fun things, right? So the Bitcoin log growth curve indicator. For those of you that are familiar with it, cool. Um, I hope you're using it. If you're not, check it out. It, it, Bitcoin logarithmic growth curves. And this is telling you pretty much kind of like bottoms and tops in a way. And one thing I did want to point out here, maybe not, uh, but look on the daily here. Okay. Uh, how we held this line pretty much this whole way through. And since then, we've actually dropped below this green line. This, and we're fighting to get back above it. Um, we tried many days, really, and it just got sold off. So our next point down, our next place, we actually wicked down to in the 24th of February. Uh, we missed it by like, I don't know, $150. And if we were to come down to there today, let's just say we just went wee down there today, it would be around... Eh, 37 8 or so is the next spot so that that's where that next fib line is going to be the one way below there is at like 33 we haven't even thought about that yet we're not even there yet you can see the reaction it's give um so i i would take a little bit of precedent looking at that and it's a little bit of confluence if you think you're seeing bullish divergence stacking up and whatnot well this is just one more thing in your yeah i love the indicator man it's so useful isn't that just amazing though that that all all that downside and then it just calls it yeah, look at how tight the Bollinger Bands are now. Hey, buddy, if you're talking and can't hear you. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, oh, comparatively to what? That's yeah, my bad. Yeah. Um, I mean, that rejection and mm -hmm. the fact that we're potentially reconfirming. Again, it's going to come down to Sunday. Because if we get a reconfirmation TC invalidation mm -hmm. back down on the two-week and the weekly TC's down for sure, you know, there's some, yeah, there's some bad shit here that could come. And maybe we fuck, like, I don't know. We're at such a critical fucking area right now. This whole zone, you know, we've seen yeah. this type of death move before, but I mean, it's only happened, I believe, twice in the history of BTC. So third wave to, to set us off? Potentially, yeah. sure. You know, again, the, the we got to believe in our money flow and our TC here. And is, as much as I want to be bullish, it's all turning to shit again. That's that's something I was going to point out when you when you pointed out wave. Um, I did an Elliott wave count that I think as well. Too. Um, but uh, yeah, uh, and by the way, yeah, with the weekly possible TC down, not to just take away from what you're saying, I just want to add, but the um the weekly TC down, yeah, with the monthly already TC down. Do you think that the triple confirmation strategy still applies weekly to monthly as well? Like this is your your weekly is giving you the monthly entry. It, I mean, <laughs> I would like not to believe that. Doesn't well, doesn't it? Doesn't. I'm not saying trade off of it, you know, but just like as like knowledge of the one to four system. Yeah, it would. I mean, yes, that would be correct. Unfortunately, 
that would be correct. And that's what I'm saying. Like it, it's so important that if the bulls are going to hold us up here, they need to hold us up or else it's all lined up to go to shit. <clears throat> but it always looks this way on a bottom yep. as well. Right. There's no getting around it. It's going to look like shit until the very end, or it's going to actually go to shit. Check out just real quick on your thoughts. So I think on the way up, I'm not, I'm definitely no pro with Elliott waves, <laughs> but I think I have this one figured out. So I think this is wave one and then wave two. So wave one was the August 17th high then K and then wave two, very simple. And then we had wave three all the way up here. Wave four was 30 K wave five, nine K of the, so from here, the all time high, right? So from here, I'm wondering if what we, ex- what we came down to 33 is our A of the corrective. If we just did our B at you know, 48K, so then our C, where is our C going? But C, so like, it wouldn't make any sense. Right. <laughs> but you're skipping some vital points, right? Like that, that wave, that retracement that happened between wave two and three was larger than your wave one and two. So I just, I don't know, man. It, it, as far as Elliott waves go, that I mean, it has to work with the math and the logic. And your your wave three retracement um, should be this about the same as your wave two retracement. So I mean, I'm I'm I don't know. I I wouldn't agree with that personally. I mean, maybe you're onto something for sure. It's it's potential, but I mean, it makes way more sense that we that where you have your three would be your wave five, and then you've A B C'd already and we're just seeing like the tail end of c kind of drawing itself out as far as possible but again you know i'm not 100 percent all the time right no me it either i just thought just, about it right fun to do. of course i mean yeah the head and shoulders thing has been from the get-go from the first time we topped out was like that was the you know the sad reality but i i just the third i mean Head and shoulders, the shoulders are usually, they don't usually give you, I don't know. I don't know. If we'd rejected off 58, I would say, yeah, head and shoulders all the way. But we didn't even do that yet. We still could, potentially. Yes, we'll see. We'll see, we'll see, we'll see. We do, anyway. <laughs> Take that drawing out of here. I don't want to look at it. Fucking make me cry. I know, I know. So, <laughs> so much bearishness. I'm looking down here on trading view and it's like strong sell for the technical. I'm like, oh God, no. No, not on the weekly. No. Right, because that head and shoulders would take us down to fourteen thousand. Yep. Like guaranteed. That's <laughs> but you know we'll we'll see as we'll see as we go, of course. As of right now, I'm still anticipating maybe a little bit of like in obviously we're talking about big macro stuff. Short term, I could I could see some sort of little bouncy, maybe a little bit more here, but um uh i don't know i'm looking at this hourly right now and there's there's bullish divergence um but i don't know if that's the divergence we're looking for i agree i agree i think again we talked about this before the meeting but the dixie is going to play a very crucial role in what happens for bitcoin um if it starts breaking it's very key critical level to the upside then this move down becomes much more likely again we we need to see how sunday closes we need to see how the daily reacts over today and tomorrow and sunday and we need to see how the weekly closes if we can close around or above 40 we have a good chance of still bouncing next week all that jazz 
or still continuing to touch 35 and bouncing from there. So definitely not a place to be stuck into any position right now. Like I said, I, I was in my last TA post quite bullish um, because the daily has turned right back on its head. You know, that's where the, the play was coming from. And unfortunately, if it does TC back down, you know, I'm going to have to close the majority of that long and add to the short. But that's okay. Part Again, we're going to look, look at it as an opportunity. If we go to 20, you're getting twice as much Bitcoin as you could buy right now. If you if you sell around 40, then that means you, you sell half a Bitcoin. Now you have one Bitcoin at 20. So it's a good deal. You just have to know where we're at. The sentiment was changing. It can still <laughs> figure itself out. Like I said, we don't have a daily TC. If we'd gotten that today, it would have been much clearer, right? Because now we're just opening ourselves up to a whole weekend of fuckery instead of just like saying, okay, sorry, we invalidated. We're technically in a Blair flag. We've rejected off the center of the Bollinger Band. We're probably coming back to 38 or 36. <clears throat> we just play that out now. We get another big divergence on the daily. Yada, yada, yada. That would be great. Because the longer we string this thing out, and if we get a chance to create a new lower high on the midterm macro, that starts to validate more of, you know, more potential downside. The more times you try and knock on the roof and you get rejected and rejected and rejected, you know, it's showing weakness in the bulls. But the, it's mm -hmm. the same case for the bears here. The more times that we test along this bottom and we don't break through, it's showing strength in the bulls. But right now, we know they're just they're keeping us on the edge as much as possible. Every time it gets down here, it looks so bearish and then it turns right back up. And then every time it gets to the top, it gets so bull. It looks so bullish and then turns right around. Those bastards. I know. They're just fucking playing us, man. Like, oh, we're playing Skaboo and they're playing Texas Hold'em. <laughs> I'm playing Hangman. Thank you. Oh, my God. Yeah. So that's really the gist of it, guys. We're in a range right now. We'll see what happens over the weekend. We should see short-term bounce. Uh Likely to get rejected off of 40, 42 if we get there. We're not too far away. We've we've been testing up in there all weekend. Or, sorry, all week. But I don't think we need to worry about anything until we see the close on Sunday. For sure. To be absolutely 100%. Because things could just pump over tomorrow. And then the, the close closes above 40. And then, it, you know, and then we have a chance on the daily. Four-hour TC's back up. With divergence. Daily invalidates the invalidation. Daily is the lifeblood, remember you always saying, or uh, 40, 40K. 40K yeah. is the lifeblood. Of it's not over till the fat lady sings. So don't jump the gun too hard. You know, lungs in this area at the moment are still okay. If they, if the daily TC's back down, not okay. Not okay. Add back to short. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Sorry, I started laughing because I just love that, that saying you no. just said. I mean, like... <laughs> Like, who came up with that, you know, and how it stood the test of time through all this. All right, everybody. With that being said, I think we've said enough for the Friday today. Hope you guys got something out of this. We appreciate all you guys tuning in from all over the place. We've been checking our views and stuff, and we got, we got tons of new people that we've never seen in the channel before. So if you guys haven't checked out our website, tripleconfirmation.com, you haven't checked out our Discord, the Crypto Yams, and or Triple Confirmation Discord, Make sure to do that. All the links are posted on the YouTube. We have a TikTok, an Instagram, a Twitter, and a Medium. 
So make sure to go and follow those. And we appreciate you guys. Take care. Have a good weekend. Bye-bye.